Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Welcome. This is your host, Kurt Sumner, today, and I have the privilege to be interviewing the other host of Surveyor Says, Tim Birch. Welcome, Tim. Thank you, Kurt. Thank Tim, you. Tim and Trish and I were having a conversation earlier today, and we were talking about what's on, ta- on tap for the for the podcast and what we've been doing and looking for other guests to come in. And as you know, we've been doing a series, although it's somewhat disjointed series, with the upper leadership in NSPS through the officers. And somehow, somewhere along the way, we didn't do an interview with Tim as president-elect. So we thought we probably should do that and, and have Tim come on and talk about his his vision for NSPS is his in, intent going forward and not to mention all the things that he's doing. Uh, you know, honestly, Tim, I, I'm not sure we would have ever gotten into this podcast thing if you hadn't been there. Well, it was worth a shot taking a taking that, uh, you know, as that we were going along with the radio show, which was obviously the eight and a half year run you had with that was very, very successful very popular uh but as technology goes along it, things change and i know we were looking to make a change at some point in time and uh the situation just a, made itself available to put something together last late last fall uh and it was it was a it was good timing and uh it, i'm very pleased with where it's went myself uh that with the amount of about amount of uh followers we have and the amount of downloads we've had um, and the great topics that uh, great topics, great interviews we've had on this. So uh, it really it's worked out for the best, I think. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast before, but we hit a milestone recently with the podcast. Oh yes, yes. No, it was nice. Um, uh, the podcast host that we use, Podbean, that hopefully everybody goes to or some somehow gets gets there through there. Uh, we had our had our 10,000th download, um, which that's a lot of listens. I don't care, you know that. Uh, to uh, paraphrase Larry the Cable Guy, I don't care who you are. That's a lot of listens, and uh, <laughs> uh, we do have a, f- a few more that pe- people still come in off of our website. But uh, it was nice to see that that five-digit number out on that out on the autumn pod bean. Uh, it, it, I think it just goes. It's a good test, um, testimonial that, uh, that we've had some good, like I said, good topics and good speakers. Yeah, and and I think that connection between the podcast and then having the outlet through the newsletter to get promotion out to people every week. You know, we we don't do podcast and then hope somebody goes to listen to it. We actually 
promoted every week in the in the newsletter. Right. I think that helps us in a lot of ways because people are reminded of it every week. Right. Right. And that's the nice thing about the podcast itself, um, being able to to listen to it at your at your leisure, at your disposal. You know, and let's just say, for instance, you weren't into a specific topic for that week or whatever. You don't you're not missing anything. Um, but chances are, if you do go ahead and listen to it, you still might learn something. Um, I know I do every time that we've we've done this and in, in, in producing these. Um, and that's that's to me, that's been part of the fun of it is listening to everything and making sure that, that, that there's not any auto audio quality problems or whatever. But then having an opportunity to listen to the speakers and the topics, um, you know, I've told people just a lot recently, the one that you did uh, with the author of the George Washington book as the entrepreneur, uh, that was fascinating to me. I mean, we know about George and his uh, his exploits as the general and somewhat of a surveyor or whatever, but to hear him as the, the entrepreneur side of him, that was fascinating. And uh, that's what I appreciate about the range of topics we've had as surveyors. Yeah, I agree. And, and it's been such a, a another really great platform for people to get to know our leadership too. Mm -hmm. Because historically, most people don't have any idea who's who's doing what in, in NSPS. And so it, it's provided a, another outlet for that. So people actually get to hear that group speaking and talking about what they what their thoughts are. So that that's been good. Um, I, one of the things I, I think we're going to work on is getting more of our committee guys. Uh, when I say guys, I say that in a general way. But our committee chairs or people working on committees or special, you know, whether it's the uh, the foundation or the fellows or whatever, just getting more exposure for all of the things that we NSPS are about that. Yeah, people say, okay, we have this or we have that, but they really get an understanding of what it's about. So exactly. It provides another opportunity to share that with people as well. Well, and I, the way I've explained it to people, and you, you've hit it on the head of beginning to know the, the leadership behind NSPS and hearing us and knowing what we stand for, knowing what we're trying to accomplish. Um, you know, and it doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but our really our last acsm conference was 2010 in phoenix that i mean 10 years ago already that was you know that that function of the acsm conference uh allowed that many more people nationwide to 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 meet and get to know nsps uh and and the personalities behind it with the with people with the states pushing more of uh, continuing education and uh, basically the that conference kind of going defunct um, it's it's closed some things down but this is an opportunity to reintroduce the leadership of NSPS and what things are happening nationwide uh, for all members so I, I really think it's a good thing between social media and the podcast to to be able to broadcast those things yeah I, I think you're absolutely right about that and we're it's going to be interesting as we go through the next period, time period with everything that's happened this year and what mm -hmm. impact that's going to have on everything everybody does, it seems. Every time we think there's going to be a, a change in that 
in one direction, it comes back maybe to change in the other direction uh, with, right. with how it's affecting the world. And uh, just, I don't know, the the whole issue of what's going on in the world within NSPS and around us uh, and all the things that we do and the people we work with and just the population in general, sometimes it gets a little confusing trying to keep up. Oh, it is. It really is. And uh, I try to keep it all in perspective um, with employees and especially employees with children and everything that we really know right now is is different. And uh, whether we like it or not, it's different. Um, you know, I've, I've had a couple of conversations with good friends of mine and trying to relate it, the situation and to 9-11 and how our world was kind of turned upside down with 9-11 and how things changed. Well, it's one thing to have to take your shoes off going through the airport. It's another thing to have to wear a mask in places, to social distance, to kids not going to school. I mean, this is a whole new ball of wax, and uh, it is a new reality. It's And it's not something that, you know, our, how many generations back have, have had anything to, to do, some, anything similar to this. So, yeah, it's... We just we have to adapt. We have to adapt and we have to learn and uh, we have to grow with it. Yeah. And the one thing on that particular element of it, though, you and I were talking before we went on air about the impact on work that's come from it. I won't say it's totally different from what everybody thought it was going to be, but it's certainly a different environment than the extent to which things have just seemed to boom in, in our profession. Exactly. Uh, when everything started really kind of getting, the whole pandemic was getting cranked up the middle to the last portion of March. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I've got a, our firm is about uh, here in Chicago, the Chicago area firm is about 60, 65 people. My survey department's uh, 22. And there was a real concern. And what was going to happen? Was things going to just wind down? Uh, especially because a lot of things we do, like I've said earlier, my, we're in the commercial side of, of surveying and engineering. And what was going to happen with the markets? What was gonna, all these things that was going to happen? And so we push everybody home. We start getting ready for all this remote work. And people are scared. Unfortunately, people were were scared because we were thought that all of a sudden the tap was going to just not just dribble off. It was just going to completely shut off. And amazingly enough, what's happened is it's went the other way uh, in a lot of these places is that and that things have cranked up and people have said, you know what, we're going to not going to go down without a fight. And we're going to even the speculative stuff has went went uh, along. And practically everyone I know in the surveying and engineering business is busier than ever. Um, I think, though, there's a cost there. It's great that we're busy, but because our world is so much different now with the pandemic and the social distancing, I think, unfortunately, I think we're going to get more burnout uh, because you're either working or you're home with family, and that's it. Um, there's there's no dining out. There's no uh, going to see friends and, and enjoying things. 
uh, especially in the summertime, family reunions and various things, it's different. So the surveying business, I, I honestly don't think, I think surveying engineering, I don't think we were ready for that. And to come back that full force that uh, if we don't pay attention, we're going to burn ourselves out, unfortunately. What do you what do you think? And this is kind of a out of the blue question, I guess. But with everything that's going on, there's there seems to be not a lot happening in the legislature or in regulation. And I know that there is. I mean, it's not like that's just stopped, obviously. But the ability to be there to have a direct voice in it has become a different animal. I'm a, and I won't say it's gone away because it hasn't. There's still a lot of activity going on. But as you know, that side of things for us or any other organization, the legislation and regulation side is usually, you know, pretty big deal all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're seeing a bit of a, a change there, just like with everything else. And it's a little hard to get a grasp on what that impact's going to be. Uh, you're right. Um, I do have the pleasure of being uh, on the committee for government affairs for NSPS. And I keep, I, I keep tabs, especially as an officer, I keep tabs on what kind of what's going on. And you're exactly right. There's so many other distractions going on, but there are still so many things that the surveying profession needs to keep an eye on. And thank goodness we have a great lobbyist. We have a great government affairs team uh, that does keep an eye on these things that uh, for those who don't remember Light Square, now Legato, it's still there and it's a bigger threat than ever. Um, there's still a lot of things going on. The FCC basically rubber stamped it and approved it. We're still fighting it. Congress is even fighting it and we've got to stay on top of it. And hopefully we do. And then also, I mean, it's all the other legislation that we were working on prior to the pandemic and prior to all of these uh, stimulus bills and all these things. We still have to pay for infrastructure. We still need to pay for mapping. We still need to stay on top of uh, money for FEMA and and a, a lot of this other stuff that would go on in normal times on top of being stuck in a pandemic situation and and having uh, other economic uh, woes and, 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 and fears. So you're exactly right. It's very important that NSPS maintains its focus on what is happening legislatively, because when this all kind of wraps up, when there's a vaccine, when there's uh, when there's herd immunity, and when it, things are starting to, 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 to get back to whatever normal, normal is going to be, and SPS still has to be there, and we still have to be strong. We still have to be cognizant of all of the the challenges that the the surveying profession is uh, is under, and be there for all of our practitioners, members or not, all of them, um, for the technicians, and maintain that voice and maintain that leadership for surveying. Yeah, that's so true. And you know, we have a couple of items more on the agency side. Everybody, of course, is aware of, I'm not going to say familiar with, but everybody is aware of the the 2022 transition with what's right. going on. And then fairly recently, this this sort of occurred right before all the, the pandemic hit. It was an outreach to us through USGS for a study they're doing on subsidence. 
Mm -hmm. uh, they're really eager to have surveyors from everywhere in the country uh, let them know about subsidence in their area and be part of that program. And I'm hoping that it doesn't lose steam because I think it has a lot of potential to affect surveyors in a really positive way to be able to identify these these things that are going on and then be part of the whole solution as well. So I'm excited about that. And the 2022, I know, I guess it's on a, it's not on hold, I don't guess, but uh, I think the rollout might be headed for a little bit of a slowdown. Yeah, it's, it's, it is, the, they've got, yeah, they put it on pause for now. Um, unfortunately, and it's really not so much even, it wasn't pandemic related. Uh, it was just more of just availability and data collection um, without boring the listeners about uh, gravity readings and all this other stuff that NGS does. Um, bottom line is they haven't been able to collect all the data necessary to really turn out this datum. So they are going to continue to work on that. It's still, it's still going to happen. Uh, but you're right about the, uh, the subsidence and all of the things that the surveying profession are, has a big hand in. And I hope you're right that it doesn't lose steam, that we don't lose sight of some of these things we do need to take care of uh, going forward and stay involved with, with USGS, with NGS. We continue to have good dialogue with, with all of those agencies. And even in, in this time of, of craziness with a pandemic, we, there's still work to do. So uh, we can't let ourselves be consumed by just the worry of the pandemic. We do have to continue on with, with the profession itself. That's true. And I know the people at USGS that we've, we've met with and talked to, um, the people who are involved in that project are very passionate about it. So I know that they have the, the desire to want to make it happen. You, you just never know how things roll out with everything mm -hmm. going on and uh, even how it affects us as NSPS, as, as I think everybody knows by now, we, we didn't do our spring conference and uh, the whole fall thing is sort of teetering. Um, and so that changes our dynamic, obviously, as it does mm -hmm. with state societies and maybe even local chapters for that matter. I'm not really sure. It's good that we have mechanisms like the one you and I are working on today where we can still have meetings. Um, but I know that that camaraderie that people enjoy so much is a little harder to to keep going when you're just looking at faces on a screen. Oh, exactly. Because, you know, and the way I look at it is, is surveying is one big family. And it's no different than, like I said earlier, that, you know, you, know, you have your your family reunions and your get togethers in the summer and what have you. Well, that's the same with the conferences and chapter meetings and various things. It is their little family reunions because it's our professional family. It's our technical family. And you like to be face to face. Uh, while video conferencing is fine, uh, there is some fatigue with everything else going on when you're trying to run business and, and having to do it all the time. But there's just something about, being face to face, uh, having that back and forth conversation, having that adult beverage with you, with uh, your fellow surveyors, and really comparing notes on what's going on with the profession and the world around us. And so, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, having to put 
put some of these conferences and, and other seminars, meetings on pause, um, it's it, it's going to be curious to see how we all come out of it because uh, we you're right, we can still get it done. We have the technology. Um, I just hope that uh, we don't lose focus on the members themselves and on wanting to, to stay involved and stay engaged. Yeah, one of the things that I think is a, a a challenge and it's not just one thing but the whole overall concept is is one thing that the our leadership in NSPS now you guys as the officers the directors committee chair who, whoever's involved um and, and members as well for that matter uh re- relates to all of these challenges we've been talking about and then there just seems to be this ever ongoing idea that we we don't need licensing, and if we do, we don't need it in the way we had it before, and for lack of a better term, no sanctity to it in terms of your experience in one place or another. Uh, and I've never really quite grasped exactly what's all behind that. I, I know a lot of it has to do with some people's perspective on how licensure may be limiting in some way. Um, but that's another one that certainly is not going away. No, the, the threat of deregulation is, is around all around us. Um, and you know, I've had a few people tell me, well, but you know, surveying is not the only one. It's a lot of professions. Well, this is my profession and this is what bothers me that, that, uh, we're basically somewhat under attack. Um, you're right. It comes down to uh, what is professional, what is what is a, a fair uh, a fair fee to charge somebody to do what we do. I mean, really, what what goes into doing what we do? Um, there's a lot that goes into it, and uh, I don't think the public really has a, a strong grasp of of who we are and what we do, uh, especially going forward with the with the technology. And the the information that 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 the surveyor needs to know, um, but the bottom line is it's still up to a, a licensed professional to say that iron pin is in the right place. Just because you think you know where your property line is, you think you know what you own to, uh, it 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 comes back to the to the the expertise of that professional surveyor. And I don't think that there's quite the um, respect for the surveyor like there used to be in olden times and in Europe and and, and around. Um, I I just don't think people get it. And that's part of, I think, what NSPS and our state affiliates need to continue uh, with the education of the, of the public of why it's important that we have licensed professionals doing this. Um, because, and I, and I've, I've heard it from several speakers over the years, but you know, what's the one most important thing that uh, a person acquires in their lifetime? It's not a car. I mean, it can be, but it's not a car. It's their property. It's that's their home. That's their estate. That's their um, that's their life of what they own, what they've what they've bought. That's where they they raise their kids, and that's something that's very important to people. What do I own? And to just allow anyone to go out and say, well, this is, this is your property uh, based upon lack of knowledge um, is dangerous. Um, 
you know, there might be somebody that says that they can diagnose my illness, but if he's not a doc, if he or she is not a doctor, I really don't care to know. Um, so uh, I think that's that's still part of the mission of NSPS and, like I said, our state affiliates, that uh, we are important. Uh, we we are uh, an integral part of every everybody's livelihoods and 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 how they live. Yeah, a couple of other things that that are encouraging to me and and I think this has really taken gotten on track more so over the last few years within NSPS and and that is you know we've had this young surveyors network going on for a while sometimes oh it, it almost seemed like it was kind of lip service but it, it takes a while for things to get traction and and what I'm seeing now is is I think there's always been an interest from the young surveyors to be really engaged in what we're doing. I think we're doing a better job now with our leadership team of demonstrating that we too are interested in having them engage. And then also the diversity side. You know, we, I think we've made some strides there as well, which is really, really important because we're going to need every advantage, if that's the right word I can use, going forward for the profession to continue to prosper. And that means you've got to have interaction among all of those people, not just one set of people. And so I've been really happy over the past while and looking forward that we, we I think, more so than ever before are getting on the right track there. Well, I think so too. Um, you're right. It Maybe at first it seemed like it was lip service with the young surveyors. Um, I think, and I not think from overall. Them, from us. From us, exactly. <laughs> from us, exactly. No, no, it had nothing to do with them. Um, but I'll tell you something that, that a couple of years ago, I started in with basically my elevator speech to them. Uh, and now it's bled over to my generation and the employers as well. This generation of young surveyors is not going to accomplish anything, not to succeed in what they're setting out to do, unless the employers and the older generations allow these things to happen. Um, that's that's something that's always bugged me about the surveying profession, even internal internally here. We've got uh young young surveyors out on our our field crews but yet we send the licensed surveyors to go get continuing education when really it's more important for the younger uh, less experienced surveyors to get that education and to learn more and to continue to learn more so that's why i always challenge the young surveyors when i talk to them challenge them to challenge their employers and say i can be a better surveyor if I am involved in this organization, if I go to this conference, if I rub elbows with my peers, I will be a better surveyor for you and for the profession. And so that, you know, that's one thing I always press on them. And then it's also pressing to to those employers as well. When you get a chance to talk to them, let your people go do things. You know, realistically, what is it costing a company to let uh, one of their younger staff Go for a couple of days to a, to one of our conferences to go to a a, a a seminar somewhere with the young surveyors, 
and learn from each other, learn from a speaker, learn and and see what it really is like to be a professional surveyor in this day and age. Um, also, I think it's very important, and that's that we do we do add to the the, the diversity uh, discussion that in uh, that can't be lip service either. Uh, yes, historically, uh, the surveying profession has been white males, but you could also say that about construction, about plumbing, about so many things that it's important that anybody that wants to do this job that wants that can be good at it let bring it on let's do this and that's one thing it's that i always try to to make sure and and talk when i'm talking to students young uh elementary through high school that this is and i can say this as a second generation surveyor this is the surveying today is not your father's surveying that it there's so much more to it that it is so there's so much technology. Yes, we have toys, we have UAVs and remote control boats and so many r robots and GPS and all these things. Uh, there's so much data collection going on. There's so much technology that there's so many different aspects of surveying now that it's not about just going out and like the old uh, Department of Labor definition was cutting brush. No, I mean, there's going to be times when that's necessary, but there's so many different aspects of surveying now that anybody that puts their mind to it can be a surveyor. They really, really can. And there's so many different facets of what we do that we've got to make sure that we tell that to anybody that's willing to listen and uh, and keep broadcasting that to the kids. Yeah, I agree. And, and embrace them and coming into it. Yep. Well, I know that we try to keep these episodes to about a half hour. That's never enough time to talk about all the things we want to talk about. But I'm really glad that you and I were able to sit down and have this conversation for our listeners, because that's that's one of the things that I think is is vitally important for any organization, particularly one where we're so widespread across the country. Um to get to know who who the people are that are are leading the charge, so to speak, and actually get that epiphany that they're just like me, and I mm -hmm. don't me personally, but nobody wants to be like me, but just like, just like uh, uh, that we surveyors are, and so this again, this is a great opportunity for us with the podcast to be able to do that and do it as often as we want, you know, we're not restricted there either, so. Uh, I appreciate you joining me today and taking time out of your your busy work day. I know you like like every other surveyor I talk to, you got plenty to do. There is. There's plenty to 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 do right now and it's a good problem to have. We always say that. Um even when it it feels like it's just out of control, it's still a good problem to have. Um I'm glad that uh I'm glad that I'm a surveyor. I enjoy what I do. I enjoy putting everything together that we can put together and being part of a process, being being part of an accomplishment, um, whether it's just a simple survey or we're working from start to finish on a big development. Uh, it's all about an accomplishment and it's nice to have that that feeling of accomplishment when uh, when a project gets done. Oh, by the way, I can't say this with overall certainty because I know it isn't overall, but 
so often when people become leaders in their organization and they, they reach whatever their pinnacle is, whether it's presidency or whatever it is, it's like, okay, I'm done. And, and that's happened to us over the years too. But I've seen more instances, and I think we're really going to see more of that with our, our group coming through now. NSPS and the profession really need our leaders to remain engaged and, and be there to help, not tell anybody what to do, but, but be there to assist. And, and I, I'm really excited that I think that's going to happen with, with our group that we have now and coming on down the, the line. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I, I am too. We've got a great group uh, of officers right now. We've got a great group of, of, of directors overall, and there's a good core of those that really want to be engaged and, 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 and keep pressing the, the profession forward. Um, yeah, I, you know, the old, the old saying of future so bright, got to have shades. Well, it, it is, it, it kind of is that uh, uh, we're not going to be taken off track by a pandemic. We're not going to be taken off track by uh, any economic downturns. Bottom line is the profession is the profession and it's a good one and it's necessary for whatever situation throws throws at itself at us and we're going to make it work and uh, darn it we're good at it yes we are well thanks again tim it's been great to have you uh on the show with me today and uh, we will be talking again i'm sure tomorrow <laughs> oh sure it's kind of fun to be on the other side of this for a change yeah yeah i, I haven't been there yet i'm not sure i could function in that role <laughs> But thanks again. It's it's great to to get this together, and we'll uh, we'll be putting this out probably this week. Sounds good. Thank you, Kurt. Thanks. Don't work too hard. I won't. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic please email us at info at nsps.us.com and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.